Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I am Kristen Chadwick, your host. Today, I have the honor of having my own spiritual mentor and pastor of a mastermind that I've been in in the, these last, gosh, 10 months. And she knows because I've been asking her about our deep waters conversation and I really wanted to, from the very get-go, have a chance to sit down with Leah and to ask her questions all around fasting. So I want to welcome Leah Moore onto Holistic Hearts. You guys are going to love her. She is a gem and I just welcome. I'm so excited you're here. Oh, thank you so much, Kristen. I'm so honored to be here and I'm so excited to talk to your guests and viewers about fasting. And yes. the power of fasting. And she is a real deal. You guys, this was like one of our first coaching sessions was on fasting <laughs> because I am a weenie. And <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second, but I did just want to properly introduce her. She is, she is like a pastor. She is a firehouse. She goes around and speaks at events. She has a beautiful Instagram page where she shows glimpses of of those truth nuggets that she sends out into the world. And you can find out all about her at gracepromises.com. And hint, hint, I think she needs a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Yes, I do. You are absolutely right. And she (laughs) is encouraging me in that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I love it. Uh, Yes. So I want to I'll, I'll talk about my weeniness and being strong enough to do fasting. And I say that jokingly, but it really has been a a point of tension for me. And so I can only imagine that there are many people listening that when you hear the word fasting, you're like, "Mm, yeah, no, I I'm good. I don't want to fast. Or maybe it's life circumstances, like you're nursing mom or you have health issues Let's, let's dive in real quick at the beginning of what you define fasting as, and then we'll start to unpack the more narrow conversations of, of fasting and people's pushbacks. Yes. First of all, I want to say that fasting is personal. It's a personal discipline that connects you to the Father. So fasting is a spiritual discipline. It's found in the Bible and it's choosing to abstain or reduce or eliminate food for a specific time for the purpose of seeking God. So that's what fasting is. And it's so personal. And so it's okay to have those moments and thoughts where you're like, I'm not sure if I want to do this because honestly, I think God begins to draw us even in those places of our uncertainty. And so just yielding to him in that moment, and that's what you did, Kristen, yielding to him in that moment and, and desiring to grow more, to seek him more. So, but that's what fasting is. It's a spiritual discipline found in the Bible and it's choosing. Remember I said, it's choosing, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. choosing to abstain, reduce, or eliminate food for a specific time for the purpose of seeking God. Yeah. I, and I love that of just the choice. It's a choice of, are we hungry? Which is kind of a funny pun question. Are we hungry to really seek after him in a deeper way where we are 
we are laying down our flesh to seek him more. And that was really hard for me in my own journey because it felt, it felt like, because, and my listeners know, like I've, I've walked through the autoimmune journey and for me, it just felt like, seriously, you want me to fast? <laughs> like I already fast so much. I fast gluten. I fast all the sugars and, you know, but it, it was really coming from a place of, of tenderness that he was inviting me into more. And I love how you even said, even in that definition of fasting food, you were you were an example of how Holy Spirit, I feel like was beckoning me to this, this more by being gentle. And you were like, well, it could be you fast from social media. It could be you're fasting from whatever other options that there are. And that to me was really sweet and it didn't feel so I have to do this in order to get closer. It, it definitely began to feel more like a choice. That's so good, Kristen. And I think the thing to really remember when it, when we're talking about fasting, we're not looking at it from works. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from that place, then you'll kind of get discouraged. Like, oh no, here's something else I got to add to my d- to-do list of what I have to do for God. And that's not what it is. We're invited into this place where we can consecrate our flesh to the point our spirit rises up. And that's such a beautiful place. And not everyone takes advantage of that. And there are different ways to fast. And, and so I'll just give you some examples. You have a water fast. That means you abstain from all food and juices and you just drink water. Then you have an absolute fast. That's when you abstain from food and fluids, period. So you're not drinking or eating anything. A partial fast, which means you eliminate certain foods or specific meals. So say you want to fast from five to five, just breakfast and lunch, and then you're going to eat dinner. And then a juice fast, which means that you're drinking only fruit juices or vegetable juices during that time. Then there's also what you were just talking about, this, that, fasting from social media. So for me, I'm nursing. I can't there's all but so much fasting I can do. So I might fast from sweets. I might fast from social media. I might fast from television, which I'm not a big TV watcher, but I put it on from, you know, time to time. So just consecrating myself so that I can seek the Lord. And so I know we just talked about some types of fast, but I also want to just talk about, again, the importance of understanding that it's you seeking God. So what does it mean to seek God in that moment when you're fasting? So whether you're working, whether you're at home, whatever you're doing, you're seeking God, you're praying, you're in your word. So if you're at work, you can fast when you're at work. But if you're at work, you want to take that time where you would be eating lunch or eating breakfast or eating your dinner. And you want to take that time with God and seek his face. Hmm. So again, making sure that you're asking the Holy Spirit, what type of fast should I be doing? Mm. When I tell you God has honored me fasting from social media, he has honored me turning down my plate, just different fasts that I have done throughout the years. He has honored that. And it has brought so much clarity and understanding in my life. Mm. Yeah. What, how, how does that work? Like I, I'm such a like 
but how <laughs> type of person. So, and I know we've had many of these conversations, but I, I want to ask it for the sake of other people who are like, so how does fasting connect us deeper to God? W- like, why is that there? So I want to look at the Bible. So in Matthew 6, 16 through 18, it says, and whenever you are fasting, do not look lonely like the hypocrites, for they put on a sad and dismissal face, like actors discoloring their faces with ashes or dirt, so that their fasting may be seen by men. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, they already have their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head as you normally would to groom your hair and wash your face so that your fasting will not be noticed by people, but by your father who is in secret. And your father who is in secret, what is done in secret will reward you. And so it is that intimacy. It is that secret place that God is beckoning us to. It is a place of being more aware of his presence. Hmm. So when you fast, you are more aware of the presence of God. Things that you did not see, you'll begin to see from a spiritual perspective. Your spiritual senses are heightened more when you fast. So there's a spiritual sensitivity that is brought to you when you fast because you're saying, you're literally telling your flesh no. Breakfast, Hmm. no. Lunch, no. Dinner, no. And I fasted, I have fasted. And you always want to, when you fast, I do want to put this disclaimer in there. Make sure you're using wisdom. If you do have health issues, make sure that if you're a diabetic or something like that, make sure that you're getting some advice from a physician or make sure that you're praying first and foremost before you enter into this fast and make sure that it's something that's suitable for your body. But it, it literally, I have fasted five days and I, I, I literally cannot put into words the supernatural place that it put me in. I, I can't put it into words. It makes you so aware of the presence of God. It's like you can feel his presence like mm-hmm. so strong. You can hear him without the distractions, without the emotions, without the soulless realm, without that flesh. And it's, it will transform your journey as a Christian, it will. Yeah. I want that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's a process. I will say that. So I didn't start off fasting five days straight. I started off honestly saying, okay, I'm I'm gonna not eat breakfast. Okay. That got easier. Okay. I'm gonna not eat lunch. Oh, I can do this. And then next came dinner. And so what I did I would say the majority of my fasting was five to five Mm -hmm. and I fasted during a hard season of my life. I fasted when I did not know what else to do, when I almost couldn't say prayers. Mm -hmm. And so the Holy spirit placed in my heart fast Mm -hmm. because I'm going to pray through you as you fast. And that's what he did. I was going through a divorce. I was broken. I was hurt. And I literally did not know what to do in that moment. All I can say was God help and fast. And I fasted and God pulled me through. And so even in those moments where you're like, I don't know what to do. Yes, we are intentional with our fasting. So there are reasons why we fast. But sometimes it's just to get in his presence. Sometimes Mm. it's just to remove the distractions. And even when you look at people in the Bible that fasted, 
you gotta look at why they fasted. So Nehemiah fasted before building the wall. Mm. Esther fasted before going to the king. Daniel fasted because he wanted to understand a vision. Moses, Moses fasted before he wrote the Ten Commandments. And so just that intentionality of when to fast and how to fast, but understanding that it just makes you more aware of God's presence. Mm. It brings that clarity. It brings that understanding. It removes those distractions, that weightiness, that heaviness from life, from, from being in this earth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that you have a, a journal that goes with fasting because it speaks. Yes. <laughs> the grace prayer, prayer and fasting journal. You can check it out. We'll put a link down below too, but it speaks to being intentional. I know for, for me, it was <laughs> like when I first started, I was like, I'm doing it. I, I did it. I fasted breakfast and I lasted till lunch or I fasted breakfast and lunch. But then it was almost like, okay, I, I did that. And then I had to figure out, oh yeah, I had to be intentional too. Like what you were saying of, even if you're at work or you're at home doing work or you're living mom life, you can still be intentional. And one of those tools is through your journal. So talk about your journal, because for me, that was really helpful to have a tangible way to be like, okay, this is my intention and, and how I'm going to be seeking him today. So can you share a little bit more about your journal? Yes, absolutely. The Grace Prayer and Fasting Journal was just something God laid on my heart to invite people to journal their intimate time with the Lord. And so not that we fast every day. So you can use it for the days that you fast. You can use it for the days that you don't fast. But it's to record just the intentionality of what God is speaking to you and also for you to remember and look back on the things that God has done in your life. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I pray and I'm like, did God answer that prayer? Like, you know, I pray this, but when you can look back and see, oh my goodness, Lord, I prayed for my son to be delivered. God, I prayed for, you know, finances to come into my home. God, I pray that you would restore my body. And you can see those things in mm -hmm. writing the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. And so just even writing down your prayers, writing down and being accountable for the time that you fast, it's for accountability. Mm -hmm. um, it's for us to recall the, the things that we have prayed and believed God for. And so look back and say, if God did it before, he can do it again. So yeah. give us that hope when we feel hopeless. And when we start doubting, like, God, can you do this? But to look back and say, God, you did it in this season and you can do it in this season. So I trust you. Yeah. So that's the purpose that. of that journal. Yeah. And it's beautiful because you can, you can go back and look and be like, Oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> you answered that when otherwise we would just keep moving along and maybe not notice what he has been doing, which is yes. powerful. Mm. That's so how, good. how has fasting? I know you shared a couple of stories, but like, what was the initial step for you to explore fasting? Honestly, I would say it was when I rededicated my life to God, I was probably about 25, 26. And I just knew something 
more to life mm. <laughs> had to be. I'm like, this is not it. And so I began to seek God and I rededicated my life and I just began to be so zealous for the things of God. And so whether it was prayer, whether it was worship, whether it's fasting, I began to crave those things. And so I was introduced to fast and I would say during, during that time when I was really just, what does the Bible say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you where I was really seeking the kingdom of God and really just believing God for some change to happen in my life as he was bringing me through and um, changing my mindset and my perspective regarding things. And so fasting really just opened up a door for me to experience God in a new way. And having that, when hard times came, I knew what to do. Mm -hmm. Having that tool of fasting, and it is a tool that God gives us. And I love it because when Jesus talked about fasting, again, in Matthew 16, he says, and when you fast. So he's telling us that he wants us to fast. I, I want you to go into this secret place so that I can reward you publicly. I want you to go into this secret place of fasting, this secret place of prayer. And that's the thing. I can't really talk about fasting without talking about prayer. They are like sisters, Mm. almost twins. (laughs) That's how I feel they are. Like you literally, you can't have one without the other. I mean, you can, but it opens the door to so much when you do both. And so if you're praying, ask God to reveal to you what kind of fasting you should be doing. When you're fasting, make sure that you're praying. And it's just, it's the, the power of God is ignited in your life when you do both these things. And I want to say this too. There are personal fasts and there are corporate fasts. And so we see in the Bible where, say, for example, Esther, she called a fast. That was, that's considered a corporate fast. But then Jesus is talking about, too, a personal fast, that intimate time with him that fast where you don't let anybody know that you're fasting. People can't even recognize that you're fasting. It shouldn't be something that's publicized. But if you're doing a corporate fast, say with your church, everybody's fasting. So everybody knows that everybody is fasting. That's something different. You're fasting for a specific purpose together as a group of believers versus you personally fasting and taking that time with God to seek God regarding something that may be going on in your life or just regarding the more, regarding the deeper, regarding the next level, regarding whatever it is that God is placing on your heart and that next level for you to go to. Yes. And that is exactly where we're at is that hunger for more and the hunger for the deeper things of who he is. And it sounds like with your story, that was the, the catalyst for helping you to really experience him on a different level and to hear and discern and get into that place, that secret place. I love that you brought that up with the secret place. I, so with this series, as we have been talking about deep waters and some of the other people that I've interviewed in this series, I love hearing the answer to this question. What in your mind, in your spirit, your heart, when you hear deep waters, what does that mean to you? I could cry. Whew. It means so much. It means so much. It means God inviting me 
into a deeper dimension of who he is. Mm. It means me hearing Jesus knock on the door <laughs> and opening the door for him to come in. It is the cry of my heart to know God deeper, to not be okay with the mundane, to not be comfortable with where I am spiritually, but to desire to grow in him, to desire to mature in him, to seek him with all of my heart, all of my mind, and to know that he desires that intimate relationship with me, that he loves me, and that he's calling me to the deep. The Bible says deep calleth to the deep. And so he's calling me to the deep. And so I have to respond to that. And so daily, it is the cry of my heart to respond to that call. Daily. Hmm. And that means denying our flesh. And that's the beauty. I, I love fasting because it literally crucifies that flesh. Yeah. And, that, and it means following him. And being obedient to, to what it is that he's calling us to do and be in this season and not being afraid. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes we're afraid even to go into the deep. But when you know that he is with you, and when you know that he won't let you drown. Whew, going into the deep is transformational. It's when you find out who you are who you are, and who you serve. Oh, man. I, 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 I hunger as you do for that. And I hope that if you're hearing that, I love what you just said of, I don't, I don't want to settle for the mundane. And oh, I totally agree. And that gets me emotional because I think of how much the Holy Spirit has flipped our ever loving life upside down ever since we went into the deep in 2013. And I wouldn't have it any other way. There is that beauty of totally letting go and surrendering. And there's more depth to be had every day. And I I love that fasting can be a tool to help us go even deeper to say no to our flesh, to say no to the things that, that numb, that placate or keep the mundane at, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? It's like neutral. Like let's keep Mm -hmm. things neutral. Let's not rock the boat, but there's a, there's an essence of, of sacrificing the so much more to keep it at baseline. And yeah, I think fasting could be a beautiful tool to help us take the plunge and, and see what God does through all of that. So as we are winding down, are there any other tools or tips or nuggets of wisdom that you want to share on fasting? Sure. So just to remember to seek the Holy Spirit as to what type of fast that you should be doing in this season. And again, when I tell you how kind God is and how gracious he is, right now I'm not able to fast like I have in past seasons. And 
I, I wanted to be hard on myself about it because this is the thing about fasting. It's a lifestyle. It is not something that's one and done. It is a lifestyle of fasting, a lifestyle of consecration, a lifestyle of seeking God. And so just seeking the Lord as to what direction he wants you to go in in fasting. And then also just being mindful of and strategic of what your prayer time is going to look like, what you're getting in the word is going to look like. And not just saying, okay, I'm just going to fast and not thinking through what that's going to look like. And that's what I love about the journal too. So you can literally, literally map out your day and say, this is, this is what I'm going to meditate on, the scripture I'm going to meditate on. This is what I'm going to read for my morning devotional. This is the time that I'm going to fast. And it just helps you be accountable. So be accountable to Jesus when you fast, not necessarily, mm-hmm. and if, unless you're fasting corporately. Um, but when you're doing that personal fast, not necessarily somebody, but just be accountable to Jesus and just be ready for that next. Be ready for God to take you to that next that next level. Be ready to hear God um, and, and don't be afraid to take this invitation because I feel like everybody that's listening right now, this is an inv- invitation for you to go deeper mm-hmm. and that deeper can come through the avenue of fasting. So really just seek God. And and let me t- tell you this too. If you do have health issues, don't think that you can't fast. I know women that I have walked with that are diabetics that have fasted. And so it's using wisdom with that. And, and again, seeking the Holy Spirit and knowing your body. And not to even mention the health benefits to fasting. We won't even get in that because that's just, right. I mean, as I fasted, healing began began to come to my body Mm. literal healing I was having knee pain I mean things were going on in my body and as I began to fast things literally shifted in my natural body and so there's so many health benefits and you can read just a regular book on that but I'm Mm. talking about spiritual fasting and so spiritual fasting and I want to say this too is not a diet it's not a diet will you lose weight most likely you will but it is not a diet and you're not to look at it as a diet. So those are some little tidbits and information that really helped me along my journey. That's good. I'm glad that you brought up the health benefits and it's not a diet. (laughs) Like, I feel like the health benefits is like God's little wink of like, wink, wink. This is the bonus part of, of you saying no to your body and seeking me and, and going into the deeper places but it's, it's in its proper place. Like the one reason why we choose to fast is to go deeper, to consecrate our bodies for the sake of, of being in his presence and that going deeper. Okay. I, I love, I love talking to you and I love picking your brain. You have been such a great resource for me and I just, I have so appreciated our relationship in these last 10 months and you guys, so many prayers from this powerful woman here have been spoken and I, I don't take it lightly to be the recipient. And I just, I bless you, Leah, and your, your heart for women and really empowering and teaching them how to walk in that, that beautiful grace place. And I just, I thank you so much for being here. 
it's a gift to have you here. Oh, thank you so much, Kristen. The, the gift is all mine. I, you don't know, like I always say, when I can walk on my purpose and just even, I, I'll be honest, I pray that God would just do a breakthrough and you would begin to fast. <laughs> so, I'm like, I just, I just believe that this is for her, that you have called Kristen to deeper. And so just to know that you are walking it out and that you have to code of that spiritual discipline, like that just brings so much encouragement to me. So thank you. Yes. Yeah. And I will say I am I am not as consistent as I want to be yet, but I am working on it. And it's, it's definitely like, let this be an encouragement to whoever's listening of, I at least know the benefits, the experiences that I've had. I've had some stuff come up to the surface in my fasting that was like, woo, I didn't know that was still there. <laughs> okay. We're going to unpack mm-hmm. that. So I see the fruit of it. And I just, I, if you're like questioning or even like, I wonder if, would it be helpful for me? Take that and, and just know that every little bit, he's going to honor your, your intentionality and wanting to go there. And for me, it's, it's an ever growing hunger for, for that. And yeah, so I am, I am not quite there at the, like every so many days I am doing it, but I am, I am, I have tasted and I know it's good and I want to keep going. So I, and I give that to you in the prayers yeah, and um, teaching me about it. So, yeah. And that's okay. I just want to put that out there. You are desiring it and you're growing in it and um, we don't want it to become work. So it's okay that you're going about doing it that way. So Yes. I'm excited for you and for everyone listening that will partake in this. Yes, absolutely. We want to hear from you. So if you have questions about fasting, please send them in. You can find us on the Facebook group in Holistic Hearts, or you can message me in our email or on Instagram. And more than that, I want you guys to go check out Leah and her Instagram, which is Grace Promises uh, 5, right? There's a five. Yes. yes. I'll put a, I'll put a link down below too. And you can ask her, I'm sure questions about fasting if you have any and go check out her journal because it is such a great tool to have in hand on those days. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. The journal is on Amazon. You can look it up the grace prayer and fasting journal. Um, and I pray that it's a blessing to you. Yes. All right. It will be if you get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. We hope that you feel blessed from this conversation. And I just, I do, I pray over every single person that is listening Lord, Holy spirit, you have led them to listen to this. And we ask that you would give them the courage, the strategy, the strength, and the ears to hear your still small voice, inviting them into this deeper space with you and into this secret place in Jesus name. Amen.